I'm Yasmin Bidadia. I am Union Springs, New York, in the United States of America. You're listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast. English in the Bible. Information and transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 7 for Sunday. I said Sunday, February 11th. 11th. Today's title, awesome. His mercy endures forever. Isn't it amazing? Oh, his faithfulness and his mercy endure forever. It's wonderful, really. But first, shall we pray? Oh, Father, it's so wonderful, so comforting to be reminded that our soul can be filled with praise and thanksgiving to you, from whom all our mercies and blessings flow. Oh, Father, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Oh, may we declare your glory. May we show everyone that comes in touch with us that we serve a God, a mighty God, who is merciful and loving and caring. Father, guide us with your spirit as we study the we study your word, the Psalms. May they be part of our lives. May we learn to meditate upon them and put them into practice through your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're invited to do what? The sweet Dilma. Exactly. Excellent. We are supposed to open our Bible. So go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 136. The question is, what thought predominates in this psalm? And where does the psalmist find evidence for his prevalent claim? So what is this claim that we find? It is kind of a long psalm, 26 verses, found in the NIV, the International Version. But please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, his love endures forever. Who made the great lights, his love endures forever. The sun to govern the day, his love endures forever. The moon and stars to govern the night, his love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them, his love endures forever. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his love endures forever. And brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever. And brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, his love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, his love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, his love endures forever. And killed mighty kings, his love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, his love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance, his love endures forever. An inheritance to his servant Israel, his love endures forever. He remembered us in our lowest state, his love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies, his love endures forever. He gives food to every creature, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. 
His love endures forever. His love endures forever, forever. Yes, that's the, that's the idea. That's the idea. So here we have it. And um, his love endures forever. Yeah, totally a song, isn't it? And the question is, what thought predominates in this psalm? And where does the psalmist find evidence for this claim that his love endures forever? Yeah, it's like a brainwashing, huh? And for those, those of you learning English as a second foreign language, it's a very beautiful part of the verse for you to memorize. His love endures forever. Yes, yes, elder, pay attention. It's not his. No, 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 no. We are not speaking Arabic here. No, 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 no. It's his. It's a light aspiration, okay? His love endures forever. I know that you want to emphasize very much, but that one, you're cleaning up your throat. No, no, no. Just say, a neat aspiration. His love endures forever. Very good. Psalm 136 summons God's people to praise the Lord for his mercy as revealed in creation and in Israel's history. Mercy, Hebrew, chesed, steadfast love, conveys God's goodness and loyalty to his creation, to his covenant with Israel. The psalm shows that God's immense power and magnificence are grounded in his steadfast love. The Lord is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, which is a Hebrew idiom that means the greatest God. Not that there are other gods, but that he is the only God. The Lord's great wonders, which cannot be replicated by anyone else, are the undeniable demonstration of his dominion. God created the heavens, the earth and the heavenly bodies, which are worshipped by the pagans. The Psalms, however, strip the pagan gods and by extent every human-based source of confidence of their authority. They are mere products of the creation. They are merely created things, not the creator, a crucial distinction. The image of the Lord's strong hand and outstretched arm stresses the efficacy of God's power and the far-reaching domain of his mercy. God's mercy in creation and history should inspire his people to trust to him to trust in him and to remain faithful to his covenant. The refrain, for his mercy endures forever, is repeated 26 times in Psalm 136, thus reassuring the worshipers that the Lord does not change and will repeat his past favor to each new generation. God remembers his people and is faithful to his covenant of grace. The belief in the, God, the Lord's enduring mercy is at the core of biblical faith, which includes joyous worship and confidence, as well as reticence and repentance. Psalm 136 closes with God's universal care of the world. God's mercy is extended not only to Israel, but to all creation. The psalm thus speaks of the universality of God's saving grace and exhorts the whole world to join Israel's praise of the Lord. See also Luke 2.10. So let us take a look at Luke 2.10. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have an eternal life. And Acts 15.17 That the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who bear my name says the Lord, who does these things. 
Amen and amen. How does the image of Jesus on the cross, dying as a substitute for our sins, most powerfully reveal the great truth about God that his love endures forever? Amen and amen. So in the NIV, it says his love endures forever. In the King James Version, the New King James Version says for his mercy endures forever. And the American Standard Version says for his loving kindness endureth forever. Um, and the, the King James Version says his mercy endureth forever. And the New American Standard Bible says for his loving kindness is everlasting. But I like very much the NIV translation that says his love endures forever. But as you saw, uh, God's mercy is the same idea as his steadfast love, strong, solidly founded, grounded love. Oh, wonderful, wonderful lesson this week, uh, today, wasn't it, my friends? Yes, yes, his mercy endures forever. Always remember that. Well, this is the end of lesson uh, lesson seven for Sunday, February 20, February 11th. Yeah, 26 times we read them, his love endures forever. That's why it's throwing me off. But here it is, his love endures forever. Never grow tired of saying that. Remind yourself of that. Believe it, his love endures forever. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.